have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Grab Your Keys. I am super excited to have a fantastic entrepreneur who is also a member of the Entrepreneurs Organization with me. I met him last week and I was super excited when I met him and I said, you have got to be on my Grab Your Keys. So um, David is a founder, fintech and startup national investor, driver of enterprise value, and organic champagne importer. So many different things and a father and husband. So how do you do all that and have a family? So David, welcome to Grab Your Keys. Hi, Sue. It's a pleasure to be with you. And it's good to see you again from the uh, the recent conference that we were at, learning together. Absolutely. I love learning together. So why don't you tell everybody about your amazing company and um, what you do? Yeah. So Avid Vines is an importer of organic, high quality wines and champagnes, uh, principally from France, but the portfolio is growing. It will eventually cover other countries. Um, But Avid Vines as a brand stands on really two really critical, important um, aspects. One, it's always certified organic and sustainable. So you enjoy it twice, once when you drink it and the next day when you wake up with absolutely no regrets. And the second is that we always, always bring these um, very delicate products over on chilled containers from um, Europe to the U.S. Now, only 5% of all the wine that comes from Europe to the U.S. is ever put into a chilled container. Wow. I had no idea. If it's organic and it's as delicate as ours, it has to. Otherwise, like every other wine, you know, it gets dull from six weeks on the water even in the shoulder seasons, let alone the summer, it bakes. And then it sits in port for two weeks. And by the time it gets to your uh, store or your restaurant and into your glass, it really is. That's why it's never the same as when you're drinking right from the vineyard. Um, right. It, it, there's a big difference. So we we solve that particular issue by you know paying more for these containers. But we bring these are excellent products and they're not nationwide. I bring them to just pockets of where, you know, I find people who really want to drink well um, are. And uh, that's right. all across the country. So I do wake up with a headache when I drink red wine and when I drink champagne. And I am a champagne drinker, by the way. You like just nailed it when you saw me, probably. So um, I can spot them a mile away. You can spot them a mile away. So with your champagne and your red wine, you what? why wouldn't, and you're saying because it's refrigerated, that's why I, and organic, that's why I wouldn't have a headache? Well, yeah, think about this. I mean, um, especially when, it, when all wines that are certified organic, it means that they, they're not spraying chemicals that are on the leaves that are meant to, you know, fight off insects and pests and mold. Um, and there's no extra nitrates or like miracle Grow, the equivalent, you know, in the fertilizer that are meant to like, produce higher yield, but, you know, for, you know, to sell and so forth. Um, These are absent. And um, it means that they have to take greater care in the vineyards when mildew or insects, and they will use regular vinegar. It's, you know, uh, more nature made products instead of chemicals. 
But when you do spray, all that gets pulled in to the vine and it expresses itself in the grape. And then in the winemaking process, it gets concentrated. You know, here's a, you know, there's an interesting phenomenon. Anything that we eat and anything that we drink that's non-alcoholic is, has to pass through and have a nutrition label from the FDA. But right. lo and behold, everything with alcohol doesn't have a label on it. What, why, why, why is, is that? that? What? It's because everything with alcohol that we consume is regulated by the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms um, uh, division of the Treasury Department. Wow. So it has absolutely nothing to do with food, uh, but it's all about taxation and it's all about the way um, it was done in prohibition and coming out of prohibition. And it's never been changed since because there are some heavy, heavy, you know, ensconced interests that keep it that way. Lobbyist. If lobbyists, yeah. If you could, <laughs> if you could see what a nutrition label is for some of the alcohol beverages that we drink, you wouldn't be drinking them. Right. So that's why on a bottle, you know, such as the ones that uh, that I have for for the champagnes that we import, it's got a, a icon on the back that shows that this is passed. They only have to, you only get them if you pass a ninety point audit between the air, the water, and the land, showing that you uh, demonstrate um, sustainable practices, organic production methods. Um, and that's what it comes down to. I mean, these aren't, so this, these aren't mass industrialized made champagnes, like, like right. common ones we see on the shelf who buy their grapes from farmers all over the region and, and make the wines that are ubiquitous. You can go to the shelf and, and pull right. it up, but you're going to get a headache. These champagnes support one farmer and one family only. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. I love that idea. And I can't wait to try the um, champagne. So I'm going to have to get with you so I can get a case. Yeah, and, well. um, but what do you th think you're, you've been an entrepreneur forever. You've done a lot of different things. What do you believe your three keys to success are? Wow. Uh, I think you have to communicate a vision and a strong enough mission that helps people um, really come, you know, come to contribute. I don't say work, but come to contribute daily and serve something larger than themselves and or, you know, you know, a paycheck. Um, if you do that, you unlock a lot of what um, people's creativity and people's motivation to have a real outward mindset, right? Most work is sometimes done in, in you know, in bureaucracies and in large corporations. It's a kind of siloed uh, exercise. I do my work. I throw it over the cubicle or the Zoom chat to the next person and they take it up. And there's really at its worst, there's really no care about what happens, but very, it, it is, and it can be very insular. And then you have people who, you know, just gang up on each other and, and, and or sub-optimize just for what they're doing. Um, I learned very early on that if you have an outward mindset, you bridge what, you know, your work product, your contribution is the input to someone else's, you know, uh, process. And how can the two, how can those two sides work together to make it even better? Yes, totally. So That's number good. one, communicate vision and mission, which I do agree with that you need to have that mindset and not just have an assembly line where people are just doing their own little thing. What would be number two? Well, that's one and two, right? So we have um, number one and two. Okay. Culture and vision, and then two, develop an outward mindset. Okay. Um, and then three, I mean, just, ha you know, I'm guilty of this too sometimes, if not uh, communicating it in a clear enough fashion. Uh, goals, 30, 60, 90 day goals toward an annual goal. 
and um, oh, yeah. and and working to achieve uh, demonstrative uh, milestones. So, do you do you write down your goals? We do. And do you tell your staff what those goals are and communicate those to everyone? And do they have buy-in on those? Well, um, you know, it yes and no. So we can always do better. Uh, and I think it will, you know, like right now we're starting to plan for 2024. Next week I'll meet with my business coach. We will come up with what is like the financial plan for, uh, for the company. And then we will work backwards and say, okay, if this is our annual goal, what's the monthly, you know, rate at which we'll know whether we're on or behind plan. And if we're behind, well, if we're going to reach this monthly goal, then what are the steps we need? How many, how many subscriptions do we have to sell to our wine club? How many wine courses, you know, for, for what we offer, will people enroll and enjoy? And pretty um, much breaking it down to almost by the day of how many people do you need to talk to? Same uh, thing that everyone does or yep. should do. Yep. By, by the day in terms of what, you know, and then also by the product line. We sell, we sell bottles, we sell club memberships, and we sell uh, a wine course for those who are starting their wine journey. And, um, and, and want to want to, you know, want to make friends with the sommelier and want that and don't want to conquer that pressure of like being handed the wine list at a, at a restaurant or family gathering for a business gathering and be like, okay, I got this. I, got this. I have that. Yeah. I have that. Usually I say, here it is. So <laughs> it's empowering, you know, because it, it's very much like going into your wardrobe and picking out something that you want to wear. There's things like, you know, when you listen to what people are, you know, are ordering and then you kind of figure out what it's to me, it's just a puzzle to unlock. And when people are, you know, wildly sometimes thankful for like, oh, wow, this is fantastic. And thank you for picking this. Um, you'll get there. I feel it makes a huge difference in your in your dinner uh, experience when you have someone who is used to, um, you know, making that decision and it and what goes with and without with things and doesn't go with things. You know, if you're having the red wine or what the white wine, if it's dry, if it's not, if it's too dry. Um, and I think that does make a difference. And I can always tell actually um, about an hour and a half later, if I'm going to pay for my, for my, for, for the bottle that I had. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give you and your audience two quick hacks for pairing. Uh, okay, for pairing. Go ahead. The first is, you never pair the protein, although that's the common thing, like red wine with meat and so forth. You pair with what the sauce is giving you. Oh, yeah, right. that's great. The second is, um, and this was an easy one, quick hack is everything pairs wonderfully with champagne. What, you know, I'll even, when I say everything, I mean like a steak, like steak frites or, you know, a Wagyu and, you know, chicken and anything. Here I am going with protein, no matter what the sauce is, because Champagne has this wonderful effect of its effervescence of brightening your palate. Right. And it has the acidity to kind of wash your tongue in between sips and bites. It's a weird phenomenon. You know, um, if you, the first lick of your lick of ice cream is the best. Yeah. Your first bite of that steak is the best. 10th or 11th lick of the ice cream or bite of that steak, the 10th or 11th bite is kind of like, okay, it's a, it decreases your marginal utility or benefit from it. But if you were drinking champagne in between those bites of steak, your 10th bite is, is almost as if it were the first because it's cleaning your palate every, with every sip. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this tastes good all, new, all over again. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love both of those and I'm going to use both of those 
Um, who do you admire? Oh gosh, there's uh, there's so many, right? There, well, there are, there are many, and frankly, I had the privilege of being the president of the uh, local chapter of this. Um, you mentioned of uh, this entrepreneurs organization. It's called Entrepreneurs Organization (EO). So I um, locally, I surround myself with amazing entrepreneurs who I learn from every day. And that when I fail, I can kind of like bring my failures and and you know kind of commiserate. Um, not so much commiserate, but bring my failures and then learn with them, you know, who have either walked that path before or serve as a guide and watch out like not to do um, for, for others. But um, gosh, who do I admire? I, I do admire, um, and I forget the gentleman's name, but he's the CEO of Boeing and he used to be the CEO of, of Ford. And um, I wish you could remember his name. I had a privilege of attending a presentation of uh, by him at a learning conference where these are billion dollar companies and he's managed both of them just from one page. You talk about mission, clarity of goals and breaking right down. There. I think I did hear that somewhere. Yeah, he spoke what to is him. his name. I'm going to look. I'm going to have to look him up. So everyone, if you don't know his name, look up who was the CEO of Boeing. <laughs> And he managed everything from a page, says David. That's so, right. <laughs> um, if you weren't in the career that you're in, what profession would you be in? Sorry, gentleman's name was Alan Mullally. Thank you. L A L L Y, Mullally. That's great. Um, yeah. If you weren't in the career you're in now, what career would you be in? Um, I would be. A, um, if I were, I'm a very creative person. So I and and I I will more and more and more of my projects will be more on on the creative uh, side. So um, because I I present myself to the world, I come you know as someone who is uh, who loves to communicate, and and does so with a kind of uh, you know woo and wow you know personality. So especially when I get talking about uh, champagnes and, and enjoying our lives with a bit more intentionality by seeking out and finding better inputs, better, better products to, to imbibe like champ, like organic champagne. We, we, we are able to be present longer and we're able to enjoy life, especially what we are able to celebrate these moments and thrive in the next is what we say. I, I love that. And I love that. I can see your passion for what you believe in and, you know, what you're working towards. And especially with these organic champagnes and wines, you can just see it as you're marketing them and as you're talking about them, because you truly believe from your heart um, that you have something that is important to say. It, it, you know, this is important. We live, and I'll say this, I mean, in, with perspective, you and I and many others of your, your in your audience will live happy lives, not really optimizing, you know, their champagne decisions. But and some will have headaches after you know, and some will actually give it up and say, I can't do this anymore. Much like I was on the verge of doing when I started the company. And so I said, no, I, I have too much. of. I'm a French American. I have ties in you know, a family who live in France. Um, I've been educated there. My, I've learned my children have been you know, uh, taught and raised to, to speak French in the, ho in the home. And so this is, you know, this is, this is close to me. And the thought of like not give, having to give these up as I, as I got older, this is a big no-no. So that put me on the quest to find these, these particular wines. And now that I have found them, you know, we all work hard and our routines 
um, should our rewards for our routines that we have during, you know, during the week, during a month, throughout the year, they should be rewarded. And, right. and items that give us a headache, that's not worth rewarding. I will also say that routines are not worth rewarding. If all you do is sit around the house and, you know, eat potato chips and bonbons and watch reality TV, then these champagnes or these products are not, you know, worthy of that routine. Right. But for all of us who are focused or goal orientated, who need to get things done the next day and the next day after that, and even better, who have maybe a good self-care routine, you know, if it's a walk or if it's yoga or pickleball or if it's Pilates or yoga, though you want to be able to maintain that care routine by drinking something that's not going to give you a headache the next day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am having a huge group of people. I'm echoing a little bit, but I'm having a huge group of people over for Thanksgiving and we're all champagne drinkers. So if I don't have a headache when I need to have a huge breakfast the next day with the same amount of people there drinking more champagne, then I am all for it. So you will be opening up the doors for a huge clientele as soon as I get off this phone call with you. And we'll probably chat tomorrow of how I can get that. Let's so hopefully you can open up my eyes to how to really understand champagne. And then we can open up our audience into really enjoying those organic wines, because I really think that you have something that is um, really needs to be understood in this, in this place. Um, we go back to your previous question. Like, you know, I'll add one more to my three things about, you know, business. And that would be knowing your customer and then knowing the channel partners that can help and I, will, I say that because we have a very specific persona of who we talk to, and it's a very specific person we have in mind. But when we talk, others can like listen in and, and resonate. But we, we have in our mind's eye who we're talking to, and then it, we know that it appeals to several other kinds of, of, of segments and people in general. Um, it's, important to, it's important to know that voice. But to know the channel partners, so, you know, we, we have tasting events all, I don't want to say all over the country, but in our key markets, which are like Georgia and Tennessee and Texas, uh, and even in Florida. And in those markets, we love to work with realtors who recognize what we have. And then at a closing, just say, I'm not only just going to give you something you're going to enjoy, but you're going to enjoy it the next day and think of me and you're going to enjoy it from here on out. You know, when you like, where did I, where did you get this? You'll come back to me or because this stuff isn't around everywhere. It's, um, but it's organic champagne is a great way. And I love, um, and maybe for a different podcast, I love what you said. It's for a very specific avatar and a lot of salespeople and a lot of people don't realize how important that is, is to develop your avatar and to know who you're speaking to. Yeah. And um, that's, that's really paramount in, in a lot of markets. So what's in the future for David? What's in the future for David? Well, uh, growing this company to have really be um, uh, recognized like a, as a back of the label kind of validation. So in addition to like seeing the organic and the sort of, you know, the uh, sustainable, you'll see imported by Avid Vines and go, I know that's, I know this guy's palate. I know David's palate. I know what they do. Yeah. And now I'll trust anything that, you know, that they bring and that I can see. And that frankly is a great way that I started off my appreciation for wine is looking at the back label and saying, oh, you know, some greats like Eric Solomon or Wildman, Eric Wildman. These are these are great importers that if I it does the last resort, if I didn't know anything about the wine or the region and I was taking a guess, I'd look around the back and I would say, ah, well, I trust I trust these guys who bring this you know, to the U.S. 
Yeah, I had no idea. And I'm so glad that you've educated me uh, just a little bit um, about what your process is and what your product is. And I'm so appreciative that I was able to meet you at the Entrepreneurs Organization at NERV last week, or was maybe it was the week before, actually, two weeks ago. Maybe it would do, God, time flies. How does that happen? Crazy. So just totally happens to way, way, way too fast. We need to enjoy life in our champagne, right? So um, it was great talking to you today. Thank you so much for educating us, um, David. And if you, if people want to get in touch with you for uh, their palettes and to see what, what they would love, how would they get in touch with your company? Yeah, .com. So Avid Vines, V-I-N-E-S, if you're listening and not seeing, uh, it's Avid, A-V-I-D, Vines.com. Okay, well, super. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. And everyone, if you liked everything that you heard today, please share and like with your friends and family. Um, we would definitely like to get Grab Your Keys podcast off the ground even more. So we will see you next time on Grab Your Keys.